Hey there, kiddos. Once again, we're back for a wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I am your host, Johnny Waters. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, if you've made it this far, uh, I think episode 62 or whatnot, uh, I just want to throw it out there that uh, Dory and Matt, Matt and Dory, uh, and their excellent adventure, uh, showed an email uh, that I sent off to them, and they and they plugged this podcast in the JohnCast podcast. So, uh, I recommend if you like hearing two people chat at each other about uh, IVF. I myself am not necessarily a part of that particular conversation, with the only exception of me being I donated sperm once, uh, or well, a couple of times in the LA area, which I might have mentioned in the early episodes of this. Um, but yeah, man, it was really super cool that they uh, they showed off the email and then plugged this thing. So I'm gonna plug them back with the. Very few people that listen to this, uh, but you know, it's pointing out that uh, it's a really good podcast. Uh, if you listen to the Nerdist podcast, uh, Matt Myra, most people know him from there, and uh, Dory Shafrir is uh, his wife, and she wrote a fantastic book uh, called uh, The Startup, Startup, uh, Startup a Novel. That's what it was, um, and it's getting great reviews. And uh, yeah, I recommend you check it out. Um. Other fun stuff and whatnot. Uh, so I finally put some money into a little bit of advertising into uh, doing some of the gospel according to stupid, and it uh, looks like it's kind of sort of paying off, you know, just just a little bit. Um, not not like gigantically, of course, but just enough to be like, wow, this is this is an improvement from what it was, you know, in previous weeks. And yes, I know. Uh, we're in numbers right now, and numbers is like, ah, fuck, we have to sit through this bullshit again. But I think with the drinking game that I've currently created and will continue to do, uh, it should be a okay. Um, so let's see what happened. Uh, what happened last time? So everyone's like uh, donating shit. Uh, so many things like golden teaspoons of of uh, incense and things and um, what have you. And, um, ah, fuck, what else happened? Not much. It was basically like all these people are donating and giving to the church this stuff, which seemed very meh. Um, so, yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm, I've poured myself a drink. Uh, I'm excited to get into it, uh, and see where it goes. So, uh, and so far I think the, uh, the record is 30 verses, uh, until you're done. Uh, that is as quick as we can get through stuff. So every time uh, a number is referenced in some way in numbers, take a drink. Not a shot. You'd fucking die. Um, so here we go. Uh, and I'm not counting the chapter title. So chapter 10 of numbers. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, make three, two trumpets of silver. The fuck does that mean? Okay. So that's two there, uh, of a whole piece that, uh, shalt thou make them, uh, that thou, sh- uh, that thou mayest use them for the calling of the assembly and for the journeying of the camps. Oh, make thee. Oh, not three. Fuck, dude. Two trumpets of silver. All right, we're going to make some trumpets, and it's going to be great. So we just do the we just do the one. All right. Uh, the drink today is uh, Sam Adams Boston Lager. Um, Oktoberfest is out, and I uh, I think you should buy those by the gallon. Throwing it out there. Uh, and when they shall blow with them, the trumpets, I'm assuming, all the assembly shall assemble themselves to thee at the door of the tabernacle congregation. When I blow this fucking thing, you show the fuck up. 
All right. And if they blow but with, but with one trumpet, then the princes, which are the heads of the thousands of Israel, shall gather themselves unto thee. So you blow one, the important folks show up. You blow both, uh, everybody shows up. Cool. Uh, and if you blow three, it's uh, White Walkers. Yeah. Uh, when you blow an alarm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, then the camps that lie in the east parts shall go forward. Uh, when you blow an alarm the second time, then the camps that lie on the south, south side shall take their journey. They shall blow an alarm for their journeys. It seems confusing now. Uh, one for the great people, two for the everybody else. Uh, one for the east, and then one for the for the south. But when the congregation is to be gathered together, you shall blow. You shall blow. But you shall not sound an alarm. Oh, these are just alarms. Ew, I see. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow with the trumpets, and they shall be to you for an ordinance forever throughout your generations. And if you go to war in your land against the enemy that oppresseth you, then ye shall blow an alarm with the trumpets, and ye shall be remembered before the Lord your God, and ye shall be saved from your enemies. Uh, oh, with the trumpet. Okay, so, um, right now, not doing a whole lot of drinking yet. Uh, we'll probably change that here in a bit. So, uh, this is all of just about alarm systems in numbers, and, uh, you know, it's important. It's real important that you know, uh, what shit's gonna go down and what. You know, cause, uh, uh, a fire alarm is different than a tornado warning alarm thing, and, you know, it's fair. I mean, in this case, it's just a trumpet, but it's all numbers now. Um, also, in the day of your gladness, probably a Thursday, and in your solemn days, um, probably a Sunday, and in the beginning of your months, it could be any day, ye shall blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and, offer and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings, that they may be to you for a memorial before your God. I am the Lord your God! It's going to be real confusing if, like, you have to go to war right as the peace offering's happening. Just throwing it out there. Um... Or you want to? You don't want to assemble people, but you're blowing for the peace offerings bit. Maybe you can only blow it at like 9 a.m. for the peace offerings, and after 10 stuff happens. But if war breaks out, this seems like a you know maybe we'll get into deeper shit of this. Uh, and it came to pass on the 20th day of the second month, so February 20th, I guess, in the second year that the cloud was taken up from off the tabernacle of the testimony, and the children of Israel took their journeys out of the wilderness of Sinai. Oh, bye, I guess. And the cloud rested in the wilderness of Paran. Okay, so God moved to Paran because summer home or winter home, I don't know, spring house. Um, the tabernacle needed cleaning and he didn't want to be around. They were fumigating the damn place. And they took, uh, first took their journeys according to the commandments of the Lord by the hand of Moses. And in the first place, oh, that's the first, uh, in the first place went the standard of the camp of the children of Judah according to their armies. And over his host was Nashon, the son of Aminadab. Cool. Take your drink. And over the host of the tribe of the children of, oh shit, I, no, I didn't jump. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Issachar was, uh, Nathaniel, the son of Zwar. Cool. So we're putting houses above others. And over the host of the tribe of the Zebulun was Eliab, the son of Helon. And the tabernacle was taken down, and the sons of Gershon and the sons of Merai set forward, bearing the tabernacle. Uh, I guess we're all going to Paran now. 
And the standard of the camp of Reuben set forward according to their armies, and over his host was Eliezer, the son of Shadur. Neat. And over the host of the tribe of the children was, uh, of Simeon was Sh- uh, Shelomiel, the son of uh, Zerishadai. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Gad was Eliasaph, the son of Deuel. Neat. And the Kohathites sent forward, burying the sanctuary. And the other did set up the tabernacle against they came. Great, we're just packing this fucking shit up. Uh, so far, no, not a lot of numbers. You're probably not going to beat uh, 30 on this one, so this one's not a great drinking game one so far. Uh, and the standard of the camp of the children of Ephraim set forward according to their armies, and over his host was Elishana Shama, the son of Amahud. Cool. And over the host of the tribe of the... Fuck, I'm getting tired of this shit. Uh, host of the tribe of the children of Manasseh was uh, Gamaliel, the son of Pethazer. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Benjamin was Abadan, son of Gideoni. And the standard of the camp of the children of Dan set forward, which was the reward, re-reward, of all the camps throughout their hosts. And over the host of Alahazar, the son of Amashadai. I'm not sure where this really matters, but I guess it's just like this folks went after these guys and these guys and these guys and these guys in this long train of, we gotta move! Uh, over the host of the tribe of the children of Asher was Pagiel, the son of Akron. And over the host of the tri- uh, tribe of the children of Nephtali was Ahirai, the son of Anan. Thus were the journeyings of the children of Israel, according to their armies, uh, when they set forward. And Moses said unto Hobab, uh, the son of Rogel, the Midianite, Midianite, Midianite. Oh, I hear there's some bad shit with the Midianites. I, I'm not sure. I, I guess we're going to find out. Uh, Moses' father-in-law. Um, so Moses is talking to Hobab, 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 yeah. Uh, we are journeying into the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. I will give it you. Come thou with us and we will do thee good for the Lord hath spoken good concerning Israel. So you're going to give them, um, uh, Pagan, Paran, whatever the fuck. And he said unto them, I will not go, but I will depart to mine own land and to my kindred. So this Hobab guy is just like, I'm good. I don't think we want to hang out anymore, man. Like, I'm going to make my own land over here somewhere. And, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, And he said, Leave us not, I pray thee, for as much as thou knowest how we are to encamp in the wilderness, and thou mayest be to us instead of eyes. And it shall be, if thou go with us, yea, it shall be, that what goodness the Lord shall do unto us, the same will we do unto thee. Okay, to be fair, though, like, God's been kind of on, like, this, uh, fucking, I don't know if he's mentally stable enough for this sort of shit, because he's been, like, punishing, rewarding, super punish, reward a little teensy tiny bit. And it seems very much of just, like, claiming himself to be, I am the God, I am the Lord, all the fucking time. And so far, beyond, like, not smiting them and laying down some rules and things, he's not really been doing a whole lot of good beyond, like, hey, remember when I got you out of Egypt 40-plus years ago? Yeah, wasn't that great? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And we will remember it, because it was great. But quit fucking bringing it up. And I think that's what's probably what Hobab is doing right now. And Moses is just trying to convince him just to stick around, you know, to be like, hey, man, if God somehow decides to be good to us for like a hot second, uh, it's going to be visited onto you. If you go off on your own, uh, we don't know what happens to you. And I'm assured that God probably keeps an eye on you, even though it kind of seems like he's very focused on one spot. Uh, 
it uh, it might not look well on you, and you might just end up, you know, getting the fucking plague. As well as, you know, uh, you're not you're not doing much with the gene pool eventually. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a it's it's a way for all of us to commingle and fuck around. You know, it's good. Uh, and they departed from the Mount of the Lord three days' journey, and the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them in the three days' journey to search out a resting place for them. Okay, so the Ark of the Covenant, the thing that has uh, the, the commandments, uh, is way ahead, somehow, for some reason, which why you would send that ahead is strange. But, you know, if you got to find a place for them, great. And the cloud of the Lord was upon them by day when they went out of the camp. I'm assuming it's just a cloud. But I'm also assuming maybe it's a mist to cover them, to keep them hidden or whatever. And it came to pass that when the ark set forward, that Moses said, Rise up, Lord! Hold, oh, Moses said, Rise up, Lord, and let thine enemies be scattered, and let them uh, and let them that hate thee flee before thee. Let me read that one again, because it kind of sounds badass. Uh, that Moses said, Rise up, Lord, and let thine enemies be scattered, and let them that hate thee flee before thee. Fucking metal. Uh, and when it rested, I'm assuming God, the cloud, who knows? He said, Return, O Lord, unto the many thousands of Israel. Please, please come back. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, we're moving on to, uh, uh, to the next chapter. Numbers, uh, 11. Okay, so here we go. All right, all right, here we go. Number 11. Uh, and when the people complained, it displeased the Lord, and the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them, and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. Huh. We're making quite the, uh, the change here. Um, so, okay, just to throw it out there, we're, we're moving camp, we're going to Paran, because apparently the cloud moved there, uh, they're just moving everything over there, or somewhere else. Uh, as far as we know, and um, and uh, the cloud was among them, and Moses was like, "Yes, we have the fucking cloud. It's gonna be fucking awesome." And I guess the cloud left or went to rest, and Moses was like, "Let's let's keep you this cloud around, man. Hang out for a hot second, and immediately." And when the people complained, which I don't know why they complained, maybe because moving, maybe because the cloud was getting in their eyes, it was fucking up their contacts, maybe it was like, is this cloud really God? Is it just like a fucking dust devil? I don't know. I'm really not sure. But when people complained, when people usually tend to do, whenever they're walking in an inordinate amount of spaces or places or whatever the fuck, uh, complaining is not happy with the Lord, and uh, the Lord heard it, and his anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. So, we already have two poor bastards who get lit ablaze for bringing lavender instead of fucking sandalwood or vice versa, and now people are like, fuck, I have to walk, and then the whole fucking outermost of these fuckers are lit ablaze being like, quit fucking complaining! Uh, yeah, there's like a, not a lot of points for this particular God. And the Lord, and the people cried out to Moses, no shit. And when Moses prayed unto the Lord, the fire was quenched. <laughs> no shit. Okay. So when people were like, oh, fuck, Moses, stop this motherfucking shit. And Moses went, oh, fuck. Uh, okay. Uh, God. And it also the thought of like people had to cry to Moses, which is kind of its own complaint. There, your God's burning people. And it's not, it's not going over well with the PR department. 
uh, that only when Moses is praying does he actually listen. Hmm. Uh, and he called the name of the place Tabera because the fire of the Lord burnt among them. Uh, yeah, and it consumed people. <laughs> it, cons- it literally burned people alive. Oh, we'll just name this place Tabera. Yeah, okay. People are dumb. And the mixed multitude that was among them, <laughs> no shit, fell a lusting. Oh. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? Uh, I'm assuming lusting for food? Not lusting for like, I just gotta fuck something. As I would assume it would. But, uh-huh. uh Who will give us uh, flesh to eat? We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely. The cucumbers and the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. Uh, but now our soul is dried away. There is nothing at all beside the manna before our eyes. Yeah, fucker. Bread and water ain't enough. Uh, and the manna was as coriander seed. And the flower and the color thereof was the color of bedellium. Bedellium. Uh, great. I'm assuming it's a brown. Because uh, I just don't really care. Uh, that much about, like, what Bedalilililim is, really. Um, so, people are complaining about, like, god damn, dude, like, maybe Egypt wasn't that bad. Now, true, uh, looking at the, you know, the wanderings and so on, and again, 40 years have passed, so a lot of these guys and people are gonna be 70, if not older, and so on. Like, at minimum, to actually have any sort of recollection of, like, uh, Egypt and so on, they're gonna be like 45, right? Like, maybe 50 plus? Otherwise, they're just getting the story of Egypt was a shitty-ass place. Also, walking for 40 years might have been shittier. At least we had a hovel, you know? Or, you know, a, a fucking bunch of cots to sleep with and on. Whatever. Uh, and, uh, so, okay, so mana was cool. And the people went about it and gathered it and ground it in mills and beat it with the mortar and baked it in pans and made cakes of it. And the taste of it was the taste of fresh oil. I hope that's a good taste. And when the dew fell upon the camp in the night, the manna fell upon it. When Moses heard the people weep throughout their families, every man in the door of his tent, and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly. Moses also was displeased. Yeah, no shit. Well, if only thing on the menu was bread and water, no shit, motherfucker. Of course it's going to be you're pissing off uh, hundreds of thousands of people walking through this going like bread and that's the best you got like mm, really uh quit phoning this shit in you know and yeah being the lord's chosen moses is probably going to be a bit on the displeased side as well you know just because holy shit you know you're you're representing your people as well as god so on both ends you're kind of getting it Uh, And Moses said unto the Lord, Wherefore hast thou afflicted thy servant? And wherefore have I not found favor in thy sight, that thou layest the burden of all this people upon me? Oh, now he's complaining, being like, Why do I have to leave these people? Have I conceived all this people? Have I begotten them? That thou sayest, that thou shouldest say unto me, Carry them in thy bosom, as a nursing father beareth a suckling child, unto the land which thou swearest unto their fathers. When should I have flesh to give unto all this people? For they weep unto me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. And we fucking burned all of it because of an offering. Or, yeah, I feel bad. Now all the fucking goats are apparently gone. 
and I'm not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. That's fine. That's fair. It's understandable. I under I get it, man. Moses, you're finally breaking, and you're coming out to the good world of things. But although you did actually converse with the Lord, so it's it's hard for me to really, you know, say like eh, it's hard to leave this when you talk to an over supernatural, um, uh, flighty being. Uh, and if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, out of hand, if I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness. Uh, so fucking kill me, I'm fucking tired of this shit. I don't want to see my just ickedness of the people that apparently, if I'm leading them, and if they're displeasing you, then obviously so have I. So, you know what? I'm doing my damnedest here, and there's only so much I can do with you being all like, You complained? Kablam! Uh, ease up, motherfucker. And the Lord said unto Moses, probably something good, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. And I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the Spirit which is upon thee, and will put it upon them, and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. So you burn people, and then you actually make a good system of, like, monitoring shit. Like, uh, Moses' father, what the fuck is, uh, what a fuck, I don't know, Josephus or something like that. And, uh, going like, hey man, we need fucking managerial system in here. And apparently that worked out well, and now all of them are, were doing it by faith, but now they're doing it by certainly knowing. Hopefully. God for, uh, allow. Uh... And so he's going to, there's going to be 71 people, Moses included, who are going to go like, Son of the God, I need you all to know that this is going to be how it's going to be. Okay, great. We're all in this together, as opposed to one dude being like, are we following this motherfucker? Now the blame is spread across things, and it should lighten the load a little. Uh, and say thou unto the people, Sanctify thou yourselves against the morrow, and ye shall eat flesh. For ye have wept in the ears of the Lord, saying, Who will give us flesh to eat? For it was well with us in Egypt, therefore the Lord will give you flesh, and you shall eat. Only after he fucking barbecued some people. He's probably going to Soylent Green. That was probably the point. He wanted to Soylent Green some people. That was the idea, being like, and eat of the dead that I have cooked for you. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't have to produce any motherfucking lambs or shit to show up all of a sudden. Um... You shall not eat one day, nor two days, nor five days, neither ten days, nor twenty days but even a whole month until it come out at your nostrils, and it be loathsome unto you, because that ye have despised the Lord which is among you, and have wept before him, saying, Why came we forth out of Egypt? Hold on. So, everybody, sanctify yourselves tomorrow, and it'll, it'll all be great. Uh, however, uh, what, 1119, I'm very confused. You should not eat one day. Okay, we're supposed to fast. Fine. Not eat two days. Uh-oh. Nor five days. Hold on. Neither ten days, nor twenty days. I'm, um, oh, whatever. Let's keep reading. See what happens. Uh, I'm, well, with twenty, maybe it comes out to be like, hey, fuckers, if you, uh, if you bitch about Egypt again, we're not gonna eat for twenty days. Okay, great. And Moses, and what a terrible thing. And Moses said, The people among whom I am are 600,000 footmen, 
And thou hast said, I will give them flesh, that they may eat a whole month. Is that what that was? Huh. Uh, shall the flocks and the herds be slain for them, to suffice them? Or shall all the fish in the sea be gathered together for them, to suffice them? This is a fair point from Moses to go like, hang on, fucker. Uh, are you saying that we're just going to slaughter our own animals to eat finally? Or are we going to literally reap the rivers of all the fish to feed 600,000 people? That's a lot. That's a lot of fish. That's a lot of just eating anything. It's a lot, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's insane the amount of people. Uh, and the Lord said unto Moses, Is the Lord's hand wax short? Uh, I don't know. Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. Well, I'll tell you what, man. If it does, you're going to have a lot more fans. If it do not, it's going to be a bad time. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people. Oh, wait. No, no, I need to do a couple of drinks because uh, I forgot about the 70 was about two times. 600,000 is once. Um, tell you what, I'm just going to do five drinks here and we're going to call it good. Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, we got the 70 dudes, right? And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took of the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. I'm going to another drink here in a second. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. Okay, hang on a sec. So they go to the tabernacle. And they took on to the spirit, this big cloud, which, you know, 420, it could be a thing. Um, and it came to pass when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. So maybe with the chattering among themselves, be like, all that sort of stuff. Maybe they're just prophesying entirely. Maybe they saw into eternity. And who knows? But there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of one was Eldad, and the name of the other was Medad. Medad. And the Spirit rested upon them, and they were of them that were written, but went not out into the tabernacle, and they prophesied in the camp. Uh-oh. Uh, and there ran a young man, and told Moses, and said, Eladad and Medad do prophesy in the camp. How is this a bad thing? And Moses, uh, and, oh, so excuse me, uh, and Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, My Lord Moses, forbid them their speaking and shit. And Moses said unto, uh, said unto him, Enviest thou uh, uh, for my sake? Would God, that all, would God that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them? Yeah. And Moses gat him into the camp, he and the elders of Israel. And there went forth a wind from the Lord, and brought quails from the sea, and let them fall by the camp, as it were a day's journey from this side, and as it were a day's journey from the other side, round about the camp. And it was, uh, and as it were two cubits high upon the face of the earth. Okay. And the people stood up all that day, and all that night, and all the next day, and they gathered the quails. And he that gathered least gathered ten homers, and they spread them all aboard uh, for themselves round about the camp. And while the flesh was yet uh, between their teeth, ere it was chewed, 
the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people uh, with a very great... What the fuck? Hang the fuck on. All right, so let me just back the fuck up. So, out of the 70-some people who were going to be prophesizing things, these two fuckers went like, hey, let's prophesy in the camp. Yay! And Moses went, that's fine. All right, let's do that. And all these quails showed up, and all the people stood up for a day and a half and just were like, fuck yes, quails! And they just started ripping them apart and making them good to eat, and they ate all the quails. And uh, this one, this motherfucking one here, 11.33, and I'm going to read it again. And as they're eating this shit, And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ere it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people. Again! Uh, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. What a colossal cock! And he called the name of that place Kibroth Hat, uh, Hatava. Kibroth Hatava. Kibroth Hatava. Because they were, because uh, there they buried the people that lusted. Um, fuck you! And the people journeyed from Kibroth Hatava unto Hazaroth, and abode at Hazaroth. Fuck you, dude. So, okay, you bring out all these fun little little deals, you know, and uh, you feed your people, and then suddenly you put a great plague on people that were just like, I'm fucking hungry, or whatever, or lusted, or whatever the fuck that actually means in this sort of context is very fucking vague, meaning maybe they fucked each other out in the middle of nowhere, being like, well, at least this is better than nothing. And maybe uh, they were just being like, fuck, I'm tired of fucking eating bread for literally 40 plus years of my goddamn life. I'm fucking done. I need some goddamn meat. And lo and behold, he got it. But because they got the meat, and because meat's only kind of supposed to be for the priests, it seems like, in these days and ages... That they punished them by putting a great by the fucking plague and then gave it a really long ass, hard to pronounce name, and then just buried a bunch of assholes in the fucking desert just because they were like, I would like something else on the menu, please. <sighs> yeah, this ain't uh this ain't a great uh this ain't a great episode for God. This is not. Um Yeah. So maybe I uh maybe I misinterpreted this sort of thing. I didn't drink a whole lot this episode, so there's that. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe I'm a little bit wrong on some things. So there's, there's, there's that. And if I am and you, uh, you have an answer or you have some questions and stuff like that, uh, feel free to send an email off to, uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. It's in the show notes in case I, uh, fuck it up here. Or you really want an easy way to go like, fuck you. Um, subscribe, uh, if you can, uh, review, uh, on, uh, Apple iTunes really helps us out. Uh, I would really appreciate it. That'd be really awesome. Um, and, uh, anything else you can do to just be a part of this crazy little journey I'm deciding to kind of take over the next couple of years, um, would be, would be, uh, would be thoroughly awesome, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, until, uh, next time, folks, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, until next week when we go back into the number land and, uh. Do some more shit. Toodles, goodbye now.